Hello everyone, this is the WASH Systems Academy mini podcast series. Each episode features a WASH Systems expert exploring different elements of WASH system strengthening. Nice having you on uh, on the podcast, uh, Senea. In your own words, tell us, what is advocacy? For us, the advocacy has uh, four important uh, components, uh, pillars, uh, principles, whatever you can call them. Uh, the advocacy needs to be targeted and action-oriented, and it should have a specific group of people who need to be addressed to. And it should have a deliberate effort in terms of planning, coordination, and uh, meeting the requirements of those particular groups that you are working with. And all those messages that you advocate should have an evidence-based research or examples from the ground or the field. And it should be a collaborative effort of all the stakeholders who are involved uh, in the process of uh, of, uh, um, influencing these key decision makers. How do you advocate and influence governments in that case? It's not all that easy to start working with the government, but it is very, very effective if you start planning uh, uh, influencing the government in a very systematic way. A lot of it depends on the social and political situation and systems within the given country. Even within South Asia, we have got uh, different sets of government and then uh, some of them are very easily available to reach out, uh, especially in the smaller countries. But when it comes to large countries like India, it becomes very, very uh, difficult to approach. However, uh, however, it is very important that you start working with the government for effective, uh, uh, effective uh, messaging as well as influencing the governments uh, when you closely collaborate with them, starting from the beginning. And one important thing when I'm talking about this is governments do not like uh, uh, criticism especially from the CSOs who always keep on saying that governments doesn't do and things like that. It's always uh, when we are working with the government, it should be in a supportive manner. It should be a constructive uh, uh, constructive criticism so that they can, uh, they can also identify you as an equal partner in the process of development and then uh, take you along with. So in this process, how we do a different, how we follow the different steps in when we are advocating and influencing the governments is first we gather the reliable evidence from the ground uh, in, in case of sanitation and uh, we are working with vulnerable groups. We identify who are those vulnerable populations like it could be PWSDs, uh, our elderly, our transgender, sanitation workers, uh, women, adolescent girls, whoever are these uh, specific groups of population that we are working with. We also verify and validate the entire progress that the government is claiming about reaching uh, um, access to these particular groups. And then we present the perspective uh, of these marginalized and vulnerable uh, um, communities to the government in the, in, with the evidence from the ground. After that, we also identify the capable leaders from that particular vulnerable groups who can articulate their own issues and then who can present uh, systematically about where the governments have done uh, good and where the governments could not reach them properly. These leaders will be identified and then we project them 
at these regional platforms. We also engage uh, the governments as well as all these groups from the preparative processes. We identify uh, a space and opportunity for presenting this uh, evidence-based uh, key messages. And we also collaborate and coordinate with uh, other INGs, INGOs and other sector players who are working uh, with the same goal, uh, who are interested and committed to the cause of these rights of marginalized. Sitting along with them, we frame these messages and we align all of them with the SDG 6 goal and then we also align with all the UN declarations so that the government appreciate this process of uh, engaging with them. So collectively and collaboratively, again, all those four key principles that I was talking about, that there will be an evidence-based research and a collaborative effort. And there is a deliberate uh, target audience to reach when it comes to decision making, influencing, and then with the support from all the partners, a collaborated and coordinated uh, way the messages are documented and then the messages uh, will be disseminated at these identified platforms. That sounds really as like a good, uh, smooth way of working with the government. Do you also experience any challenges? Uh, yes, we do uh, have a lot of uh, challenges also, uh, but I think most of these challenges are uh, for the smaller NGOs who do not have resources, uh, uh, who do not have uh, enough uh, technology, uh, you know, to, to bring together all these people and then start representing them. And at times, uh, uh, pooling those resources of all these vulnerable groups uh, at one place. Some of these kind of challenges are there. Uh, sometimes governments uh, uh, do accept your uh, recommendations but uh, may not uh, commit and may not account themselves totally for that. So some of those kind of challenges we, we do face. Uh, uh, but again, the constant uh, persuasion and then taking supporting the government in their process will always win the challenge. Absolutely. Senea, I would like to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. 